Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Porchville. As always, you can find us porchvillepod.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, make sure when you go over, you subscribe, hit that subscribe button, send us some love, let us know where you're from, um, send us any of your comments, suggestions, all that good stuff. We want to know what you think of the show, and uh, we're always happy to have you contributing. So, I'm here today, I gotta, and, and I'm saying today, we don't normally do these during the day when it's bright out so that's a little different but um i'm here with a very special guest today um he's a uh, teacher here in uh latchwood county going through a little bit of a uh crazy time right now mr rob cecil how you doing today sir yeah good yeah go ahead and just kind of kind of pull that right over in front of you there there you go yeah make sure you're talking right into it Thanks for having me on. Hey, my pleasure. My pleasure. Welcome to the Porchville Podcast. Um, I I reached out to you because I saw some stuff on Facebook that's that's going around, and um, it's it's kind of a crazy story for you. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to get too much into it. I'm going to sort of let you explain. Why don't you tell tell us what's been going on the last few days for you? Yeah. I'm, um. I'm a teacher of 16 years, mm-hmm. and uh, most people know me by 12 seconds on the on the YouTube yeah. or Snapchat. Um, one of my students, I, I, I taught uh, 9th and 10th grade English at Buchholz, and one of my students uh, whipped out a, 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 their camera at a very interesting moment. Uh, we were talking about... Um, it wasn't even a, a elaborate discussion. It's mm-hmm. just some of my... my kids were using the n-word and i was pushing back i said don't use that slave language in my classroom mm-hmm. and he's like no mr cecil everybody does this you know it's like why you make such a big deal about it yeah it's just who we are and what we do i said so so it's okay right yeah. there's no bad connotation hey, everybody does it you know it's just what it, whatever it is what it is mm-hmm. so i said so it's okay for me to say it right yeah and then I said it, and you go, everybody, what? Yeah. You can't say that. Of course, half the half the class was still asleep. Right, it was, it was early in the morning, and um, so there, so that the camera came out for that that brief moment, and I said, see, there is repercussions to what we say. There this is, is language arts. There's yeah. huge negative connotations going back to the 17th century. Right, you can't just say that. Yeah. And um, I demonstrated that. Yeah. And of course, it was taken out of context, and right. and the internet has its ways. Yeah, yeah. What kind of uh, what kind of reaction have have you been getting because of it? Well, the administration called me in. Yeah. And they they understood it was a teachable moment. Right. Uh, probably should have avoided the the exact words, yeah. <laughs> you know. But sometimes you have to shock the kids. Yeah. To get them to wake up to get them to wake up you know because we get shocked on the big screen right we get shocked uh from the music we listen to Mm -hmm. uh from the friends we 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 hang with and so education has to be real time Mm -hmm. and it has to make it some impression but my administration they knew me and so it it was just like okay well the district is going to have to deal with this and so some concerned parents uh naturally uh, contacted the district and then we just took it to the next level right but 
my dis- district was fine. My teachers were fine because they there wasn't a misunderstanding. Sure. They were able to understand it through the context of who I was. I can understand. I, I saw the video. Mm-hmm. I think I saw it twice or <laughs> one and a half. And I said, what is it like some angry white uh, <laughs> white dude, you know, ranting? Of right. course, I do a little rant as a little bit of uh, drama, Yeah, you know, to keep myself awake and keep the kids awake, hopefully, as well. Sure. And so um, I'm not used to being in the middle of a media storm. There's several yeah. several radio stations, people knocking on my door at you know ten really? o'clock at night. How do, how does that how does that feel? <laughs> I mean, to to be all of a sudden thrust right in the middle of all this. Yeah, well, um, somebody take a tiny bit of your life and then put it on a billboard. Yeah, it's very. Um, I think. Uh, Lack of fairness, injustice is one of the most bitter pills that they mm. serve out in yeah. life. And if you swallow too much of it, you just become bitter and cynical and withdrawal. Mm-hmm. So um, I would love to talk. And I appreciate, um, Nick, you have me yeah, on absolutely. A, uh, Porchville uh, webcast. This is a little bit of pushback for, you know, um, voting when I see the bumper sticker or, you know, um, just just boil it down to a a text yeah you know yeah because i was thinking um just about text i teach language arts mm-hmm. but when you think about when you're texting somebody yeah so much of our converse uh, our uh, communication comes from non-verbal yeah that's I, why yeah. i appreciated you i'm sitting across the table from Nick right now Absolutely. so i can see him his expression everything <laughs> <laughs> eyes rolling a no. lot of <laughs> a lot of things get lost in translation these days with with everything being so text driven and i'm i'm guilty of it in a lot of instances i mean i i have friends that call me all the time and i'll just watch that phone ring <laughs> and i'll wait for it to finish and then I'll text them. Taylor, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but, boil, it, boil it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, when, when, we, when we don't see the other person, it's almost like you're blind. Yes. Right? You've yeah. got that disability. I'm, I'm blind and I'm communicating. Right. But what if we can't even hear the tone of voice? Yeah. That means I'm, I'm blind and I'm also deaf. Yeah. But I'm still trying to communicate through text, which is, you know, very quickly done. Right, and and so <clears throat> we're trying to communicate as human beings, um, blind and deaf, through a media yeah. that's not giving us the meaning that we need. Well, and when you take when you take something, and you take away the context of what you said and why you said it, uh, that I mean that's kind of the same thing. I mean it, it's it's taking away the tone of what you were saying, you know. Yeah, there's there was no meaning. There wasn't even a complete sentence. I think it turned out there was twelve seconds, and I have to take some blame for that. Yeah. Also, you know, some accountability. What comes out of my mouth is my responsibility. Yeah. At the same time, there was no cell phones in the room. Yeah, uh, allowed. Right. And you know, you usually have to if you take somebody's. Um, video you have to ask them permission can mm. i publish it all over the <laughs> nation <laughs> these, I, these days though once it's out there and it goes viral i mean it's 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 like a wildfire i mean actually trying to rein it back in is tough how does how does that feel knowing that that's out there and that there's a good chance that anytime somebody googles your name moving forward that that's going to be a part of that well i had um i i recently moved here in Gainesville, and I met the 
a na- my neighbor's daughter for the first time. Yeah. And we started chatting. Oh, she goes to the school. That's how she's mm-hmm. into soccer and everything. And then I said, yeah, something happened to me as well. How do you like teaching and everything? I said, well, this kind of incident happened to me. <laughs> she stopped and she goes, oh, you're the guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was talking with my father about that. Right. <laughs> and so. Now, how, how long ago was this that, that this video took place? Um, 10 days. 10 days. Yeah, it was like Tuesday last week. And when is it? But it only seems like the the controversy's only been the last couple of days. It seems we I started hearing the noise, um, like the end of last week. Oh, really? A little bit. So it's just taking that that amount of time to get through. Yeah, and also the um, the district says we're not going to give out names until ten days of investigating. We want to know what we're dealing with. Right. Of course, that doesn't stop <laughs> Snapchat no. or, or the news outlets. Not they, a they've bit. already been on. Yeah. Um, several news channels yeah has has there been have you been on the internet have you seen a lot of the things that are that are being said being posted i saw one two three pages and they they published a piece that i i wrote right um at least uft did now that's the uh the statement that you wrote which i got yeah the first of all i'd like to apologize yeah like that okay and um I went to the school union and she we we moved it around a little bit yeah. but it was basically the same message. It's kind there's so many ironies in this. Yeah. You know like I've been a teacher for 16 years right. an advocate especially for the struggling students mm-hmm. especially people from diverse backgrounds. I love to teach them and that's my passion. And then I would get targeted like that. What do you take, take <laughs> me out of the mix? <laughs> you got too many people helping you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know why don't you Yeah um but I think it, there's there's something more fundamental if I could wax philosophical Absolutely. for a moment. Absolutely. How about the problem isn't name calling this and that? It's bodily concept, right? Okay. From you know nowadays you can even change the, the shape of your body through technology or or um, I, you've probably heard of the deep fakes that are going oh, yeah. on and and, oh, yeah. and the digitally enhanced. Um, but I'm not a I'm not this body. In fact, this body is changing all the time. There's not a cell in my little corpus that's older than seven years. Mm-hmm. But I'm called an American. I, I can deal with that, except when I travel in certain countries. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a bit of a debate. I lived a lot in Ireland. I lived in really? India. I lived in China. Um, I lived in Hawaii, Canada. What took Hong you Kong. to all those places? Just curiosity, just to get out there and see the world, or uh, teaching in those areas? Yeah, I was I was teaching yoga, and I I traveled. I first went to Ireland, and uh, the adventure began. Yeah, and I, I fell in love with the, it's the gotta world. Be beautiful out there. Yeah, yeah. We have, we actually have a listener in Ireland. Oh yeah, somebody over there is listening. <laughs> I I think somebody keeps clicking on the website from Ireland. That's all I do know. But nice. So. Um, so it, so Ireland was the first place you went. Where where'd you go after that? Yeah, Ireland and then India. Really? And then through China. That's a, that's that's got to be a big change. Yeah, well, I came back and through China and then Taiwan, Thailand, Hong Kong and then landed in San Francisco. Now Ooh. that was a shock. <laughs> well, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> East Coast. <laughs> yeah, I I wasn't ready for that. It, people were into all kinds of crazy stuff there. It's a different world out there. Yeah, I would meet like I lived in Berkeley uh, for a little while, and you'd meet 
like homeless people that would walk up to you and say, yeah, I used to be a math professor. Yeah. But then my wife left me and then <laughs> my life fell apart and I missed the next sprocket and I just, you know, the chain came off. Yeah. I've been coasting ever since. Wow. You know, but I think, I think the big problem is we're such a body culture. Yeah. You know, um, white, yellow, brown, all these designations that apply and yeah. we deal with them, yeah. you know, but I'm over here wearing a gray shirt, <laughs> a gray coat. You don't call Hey, Mr. Gray coat. <laughs> yeah. You don't say, Hey, Mr. Gray coat. You understand who I am. Right. And then I speak from inside this coat. Well, yeah. I'm also wearing a coat that that's American. Yeah. It's six foot one. It has to be, has happens to be Caucasian. Pardon yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but we're more than that. Yeah. We're more than our external assemblage of cells. And we're even more than our mind, intelligence, and ego, the, the subtle. Yeah. It's, it's just like like we have a hand is who we are, and then we slide into a, a silk glove. And it still resembles, but it's a different color. Yeah. It's, that's like our subtle, you know, our opinions, our, our, uh, our desires, our personality. But then we put on a big old boxing glove. Yeah. That's, that's our gross body that we see and we deal with and mesmerizes most of our time right you know what race are you what what country are you? i've lived all over the world i never even i consider myself more of a, a citizen of the world yeah huh and well now how was the how was the reaction in that in that moment I mean, you can see at the end of the 12 seconds you can see people kind of getting a little crazy about it and uh very brief but well uh, i um I like my statements to have some sort of response. <laughs> yeah. Please exhibit a pulse, people. Um, and I, I did read one one uh, one newscaster said that um, you know the the it the the classroom erupted after. There's no eruption. Yeah. Like one or two people say, "Hey, you can't say that." Oh. I say, "Well, that's what we're talking about. We can't say that. It's a stig. This word has a lot of stigma attached to it. Yeah. Has a lot of hurt hurt it attached does. to it." You know, and we can't just throw it around. Right. And so I didn't throw it around. Right. I used it. Yeah. And now I see I used it inappropriately, at least in that context. But um, I've gotten people that want to know more, and yeah. I send them my little piece. And I've got some people that have had very similar situations. Well, the context that you used it in seems like you you were you were trying to show them why it's not okay. You well, know. Well, in language arts, we deal with um, cliches mm -hmm. and we deal with overused words and underused words. Like, for example, love. Yeah. You know, I love uh, I love Donald Trump. I love the American flag. I love my new sneakers. I love Jesus. I love strawberry ice cream. I love my girlfriend and I like my pet schnauzers. I love like my new belt I got mm -hmm. at the mall. So. It doesn't mean anything because it means so many different things. Right. Right. So that's the same thing with the F bomb and all this thing. But in no situation does these these certain words don't have an ancient connotation of evil. Mm -hmm. You know, going all the way back to the 17th century, this word, the N word was given to us by people that wanted to make money off of enslaving other people. Mm -hmm. So. If we need a, a cultural fist bumping identifier, let's pick something pick else. Something else yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do another. <laughs> you know, and some people distinguish. Oh, you can't say that. You can say this, and it with an A instead of an R. But you know, which which is what you said on the video. 
and in, I mean, I, I've had those conversations before, um, with with friends who are black, you know, and they've they've said literally that same exact statement, like, yeah, you can say with the A, but not with the R, and I said, I'm not gonna say either. <laughs> right, you can't say you yeah. can't. I mean, he might have been a little bit more free, but you can't say either one as a white person, and th- then so I said, so on ba- on based on my my the color of my skin. I have certain freedoms that you're taking from me. Mm-hmm. So I have restrictions. So then that's a racist term yeah. for, for better or worse. Let's move on. Let's, let's work out our commonality. Yeah. Let's just not use that altogether. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, please. It's better that way. <laughs> you might lose your job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I mean, I, I really feel for the people that have hurt. But then the irony came to me this morning. Um, it was in conversation with one particular person, and um, you know she was objecting to this. And I said, "Yes, yes, I'm glad you're objecting to this, and I'm glad that you care about what goes on in your classroom, in yeah. your your child's classroom." At the same time, what kind of pr- music are they listening to? Yeah, and it's full of expletives, and it's full of bad vibrations and misogyny and um, uh, the N word. Yeah. You know, it's perpetuating a culture. So, so it's like we we study this in 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 computer science: garbage in, garbage out. We got to be careful what we put into the computer of our brain. Right. Otherwise, if only garbage comes in, only garbage is going to come out. So, it's okay for these other people to to get the microphone and make a CD, and they have so much hate and so much uh, vitriol and. Um, wordings, uh, you know, potty talk, mm. and and word left and right, but it's not okay for for a teacher to do that with, in context yeah. with students to say because ultimately we're preparing our kids. What they do with their friends, really, it's up to them. Yeah. But once you go outside uh, of of your house, of your of your neighborhood. Then you come into school. School is not a private place. Mm-hmm. It has different freedom of speech uh, rules. It has different roles. And uh, ultimately, we're preparing people um, for future life. Yeah. And there's a public speak and a private speak. Right. And we have to be a little sensitive to our audience. We study that also, you know, the sensitivity to the audience. Well, who are you talking to? Are you talking to your girlfriend? Are you talking to your best friend? you talking to with a teacher or your future boss mm-hmm. you're going to talk differently hopefully you're going yeah. to dress differently I've, I've actually learned that doing this doing this podcast i want this this show to be positive you know and i want i just want everybody to enjoy it and have a good time and and, and not worry about oh god what's this guy gonna say next <laughs> you know so yeah especially in first impressions you know yeah, yeah. um i heard that takes four whole seconds before somebody susses you out oh four what? Four, like, what's your clothes? What did you give me eye contact? Yeah, you know what? What's your vibration? Right. And yeah, we can go beyond that four or five seconds. Sure. But that's what the psychologists say: first impressions. Four we, seconds. We, we think it's like the first time you meet somebody. But yeah. No, it's the first time you see somebody. We get it. We get ninety-five percent of our information through our eyes. Yeah. Again, we're we're a blind culture. That's why. So yeah. So I had I, no idea. What's he, what's he look like? Does, what kind of tattoos does he have? What kind of hairstyle is he? What kind of clothes does he wear? What kind of posture? What kind of how does he greet the world? Yeah, you know, 
And like people who go to job interviews, right? Very careful about that. Yeah. You know, what kind of company is it? Yep. You know. Yeah. Cover up the tattoos and <laughs> that, stuff like right. that. You know, right. long sleeves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's right comes out the second day <laughs> oh <laughs> come in wearing, come into work wearing a short sleeve it's a different story um have you have you had any any students or anybody reach out you know positive uh you know yeah some of my african students they were gathering around me and say hey mr c i i heard they're gonna you're gonna lose your job and i yeah. was like I was still going to school. So I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I barely even knew because it wasn't a significant thing. I wasn't like. How long How long from when the video or f from the day that, that the incident happened? How long from, from then till uh, like the administration started hearing about it and all uh, that stuff? Just a, um, well, I got called in right away and oh, they were really? waiting on district and then the district meeting took yeah. place like a, the day, day after. And they were all very cool they they have to deal with you know the vox populi you yeah. know the impressions and i i can understand that and i do take responsibility for that you yeah. know it, it was a mistake mm -hmm. to do that and um uh, it happened really fast yeah. <laughs> people knocking on my door and sending me emails who is this i had had um one lady send me a real angry email like questions and and I just said, who is this? Because, <laughs> you know, because I like to know who I'm yeah. talking. And she didn't respond. I would have been happy to talk with her. But, yeah. You know. Well, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get you, <laughs> get your thoughts, you know, unedited, uncut. Like, you know, do you, do you, if you had to do it over again, would you, would you do it the same way? No, I would, I would, I would use N word. Yeah. Instead of the, you know, it might, it would have gotten a, a less reaction. Yeah. But I would say, come on, you can't. We can't do that. That's not public speak. Right. So I was giving him a sample. This is this is the kind of reaction you'll get. Well, now, right. do you think? I mean, are you gonna you gonna still keep teaching at this point? Have you have yeah. you heard yeah. anything about that? Yeah, I mean, they they're they're very supportive. I'm I mean, teaching. My evaluations are really good. Hopefully, my, my my um, I'm making a good impression on these kids. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a team effort. You know, you see them for a couple hours. Yeah. Um, I would love to if somebody comes and says, "Hey, let, well, let's work together and 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 help these youth that are s struggling with with issues that are even beyond what we had in our generation." And um, I'm into that. Yeah. But um, I've got people coming in my class, and then I don't see them again. And yeah. They, their families fall apart. I've got, you know. Um, family members incarcerated you yeah. know families just breaking apart just by normal you know current affairs right you know financial pressures academic pressures social pressures gang pressures drug pressures i mean it's a lot going it is, on it is tough to be a student these days <laughs> yeah sure i mean is. 20 years ago i was a student and i don't remember it being near as difficult I mean, my son now he's 14 he'll be in high school next year and uh, just the 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 multitude of problems that that kids his age and, and and younger face nowadays it's crazy the stuff that they have to deal with you know and, and I think a lot of it's internet based you know it seems that everything is uh, through through social media you know there's there's so much more bullying going on and that mm. sort of thing I mean it's it's crazy it's out of hand 
Yeah, know. it's anonymous too. Yeah. You, can, you can you can throw the hand grenade over the fence. Yeah. And you can just run away. Yep. You know, that's classic bullyism. It, it was interesting to 20 years ago, I was, I was going to teach up in uh, Columbia County in Fort White, and I loved my time there. You know, yeah. Fort White's so tiny. Oh, the, yeah. The, the school's bigger than the town. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was so great. I mean, the kids were great. The teachers were great. Um, but I just thought, oh, I'm going to real country because I hadn't lived in the real rural areas before. I lived yeah. in big cities. And um, I said, oh, you're, you're, you're going to get some you know, yes, sir, no, sir, good old manners. <laughs> I was kind of surprised. And there was some of that, yeah. and it was refreshing. Um, but then I realized as the guys were coming in, you can download any flavor you want. Right. The most degraded intelligences from the bowels of, you know, the back streets of Paris and London mm -hmm. and New York, you know. They, they just stream it right in their ears, and they take it as gospel because it's published. <laughs> You know, the power of the microphone. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I learned a lot uh, traveling when yeah. you're saying that um, people from different ages. You go to Ireland, at least it used to be like that. You go into some pub, and there's young guys talking with old guys, and right. young girls talking with old people, and there's not this ageism here. Yeah. Here, it's maybe because just the way the society's set up, or maybe it's because it's so big and everybody's specialized, but everybody's like, small town you have a have a um a pub is a family thing yeah. people go for there for drinks yes but also food and recreation the kids are there after school in their uniforms it's of probably not the what we think of you know irish pubs to be right you know, it's probably not that at all no, over there people, you know <laughs> <laughs> throwing chairs and rolling <laughs> on the floor <laughs> you know of course of course over there gainesville would be a big town Oh, really? Yeah, you have uh, Dublin that's about 1.2 million. Really? And wow. then next one down is a little bit bigger than Gainesville. Wow. That's number two. Well, no it, it, Belfast is like half a million. And then, then Cork. I'd love to go Yeah. one day. I'd love to go over there. Uh, there, Scotland, places like that. Mm. I, I just I love that old world, you know, um, go over and see some old castles or something. <laughs> I just... I'm fascinated by it. So. Yeah, I, I realized that one of my old ancestors has the same name, Robert Cecil, <laughs> you know, uh, from the 17th century. Um, I was like, wait a minute, we're studying Shakespeare. Maybe he was around during Shakespeare's time. Yeah. And then I, I Googled my name and Shakespeare, and it came up, how Robert Cecil was the nemesis of Shakespeare. I was like, oops. <laughs> oh, boy. I seem to be everybody's nemesis these days. But uh, he, he had some some of his donors, his, his wealthy patrons, were enemies of Robert Cecil, who's this big power broker oh, wow. behind Queen Elizabeth I. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same day that this kind of thing oh, really? hit the fan. Let's talk about irony. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. <laughs> so... <laughs> karma <laughs> so what's the uh, what's the next step like where do you where do you go from here with all of this they're finding me another another position yeah and i promise to be a good boy <laughs> um for minutes and um probably middle school i've taught mostly in middle school i'm certified to teach anything i love the middle school they're they're very um they give you instant feedback yeah yeah <laughs> a little bit less jaded um also no cell phones yeah you know like if you're you're you ever ever walk into some like like a cafe or something, and there's like you know boyfriend and girlfriend sitting there, and yeah. they're just texting away. Uh, and you exactly. look at it, and it's just like the text culture. I remember somebody sent me 
uh, a photograph of there's like 26 people in in a in a, in a some tavern or, or a restaurant and everybody is just totally <laughs> absorbed in these electronic devices who are you talking to my wife and i went to dinner one night and we as our as we were walking out the door we said you know what let's just leave these here and we we set our phones on bold, the counter bold move walked out the door i know what if we had gotten lost <laughs> <laughs> right what if you'd missed the the snapchat right we uh I don't, I don't, I don't, I stay away from all that stuff, Snapchat and stuff, you know, some of the things, like, I, I, I just got into the TikTok for, right. for the, for the podcast, we have a, we have a Porchville podcast TikTok, which is really nothing there, but, you know, um, I use that stuff for promotional purposes, but I, I, I stay away from it otherwise, uh, but we, we went to dinner, we left our phones at home, and, Sure enough, I mean, not ten minutes in, we're, we're sitting there at the table and we're having a conversation, and we were attempting to validate something that we were talking about, and both of us reached for our phones simultaneously. <laughs> right. Oh, let's Google. It. Oh Oops. no, there is what no do we Google. Do? What, what do you have to use? Memory? What we, did you do? Memory? We just we just accepted that <laughs> maybe we were in the wheelhouse of the correct answer, and just left it at that. And then we Googled it as soon as we got home. Right, so we had to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> I've had I've had one situation. Actually, it was in Ireland, and um, the waitress was I don't know. My wife was taking more than the perfunctory thirteen seconds to to um, make her order, and she answered a text right, <laughs> right in front of the, the, the the waitress right there. <laughs> but uh, we're a highly con- connected culture, and just see how disconnected we are. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. 100% is connect the more connected we become the more disconnected we seem to become you know and and part of it is like back to this this uh, 12 second video yeah I mean and 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 it was like what two complete sentences not yeah, even if that not even and it was no context and it was not without not with permission yeah and so that they just see this white guy ranting and yeah. I was doing one of my rants you know um, you know just to to demonstrate yeah. my point, yeah. you know, dramatizing. Yeah, you got to jazz it up a little bit, you know. <laughs> you have to, you have to speak, and um, you know. So, this is the impressions people get: snap, Snapchat. Yeah, not deep discussion. It's right. Snapchat. <laughs> you know, which which is is worrisome. Yeah, and that's that's again, and not to keep you know harping on it, but that's that's the whole reason that I called you. You know, it's because. I wanted you to be able to sit down and just talk about it, you know, and uh, I didn't want there to be any any minced words. You know, here we are. You know, this is this is real as it gets. You know, we're just having a conversation about it. Right. And, uh, when I saw it, you know, that's the thing that always bothers me is 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 people's just you know they 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 are so quick to judge. You know, uh, all the comments that I was reading. First off, it's just there's so much hate out there, you know. And uh, if you haven't got on there and read them, I I I, I urge you not to because it's just <laughs> thanks for the warning. So much vile stupidity that that people are out there spewing. And um, I actually I don't even comment, you know, Facebook much these days because everything is just so geared towards, you know, hating anybody with a difference of opinion, you know. And it's so old, and I just. I don't care. I don't want to. I don't. I don't feel like making just a nice, 
uplifting comment for you know somebody to turn around and be like, oh, you're just hating on this. It's, no, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> you're totally twisting what I'm saying. There's just there's a lot of that these days. Yeah, it's a real talent to just be positive, you know, because we, you know, yeah, let the trouble of the day be enough, as yeah. they say. And we've got all these stressors upon us. And the biggest thing I've seen, and I'm going to say it's a newish thing, mm-hmm. is the T word, trauma. Yeah. You know, because we're traumatized, and my wife's an energetic healer, and so she deals with people from all walks of life right. in 10 different countries, and she'll she'll work with somebody, and often it's trauma from something that happened in childhood or yeah. some loss, uh, some emotional uh, imprint from very old, but they carry it with it. And when you get older and older, it maximizes, it amplifies, it stacks on, and then people become less and less functional. Wow. And my, my poor kids in high school, um, many of them have, have uh, you know, traumatic situations yeah. that need to be dealt with. How do they deal with that? How do they how how should they deal with that though? I guess I would say like do they go talk to a counselor, guidance counselor, talk to a teacher, you know, something? Yeah, awareness is excellent, you know, and you need somebody in your court. A lot of people are, you know, single mom, single dads and they're too busy to actually yeah. even take, you know, Facebook uh, Facebook and Netflix raises their kids, yeah. you know, instead of having it part-time. So they're working so hard even though they might be well-meaning. They just don't have the facility to train them up. Right. And a lot of times parents are tra- traumatized too. That's true. Very true. Lunch. Yeah, I know. I know my, my uh, I have uh, a son with autism and he has, he's been through cancer and he wow. has an immune deficiency and he's got needles sticking in him pretty much every couple of weeks. And he's been through so much. Yeah. I remember one time we had to, um, the nurse was holding him down to stick needles in him and he was screaming he was only like six years old i can only imagine because it was like you have to get this medicine in you otherwise you won't be alive tomorrow yeah and uh you know and but that was that was such a loss of control for him right and so that's that's the t word that's the trauma you know and people have relationship traumas and you know boyfriend girlfriend i've had kids uh gosh especially in high school i remember i remember those high school relationships <laughs> you just you thought they were they were it you know <laughs> i remember i i dated a girl i was in 10th grade and she's probably listening i i hope so <laughs> i wanted her to know what she did why are you crying right now nick <laughs> she he's drying his tears i right <laughs> i told her i went out on a limb and i said i love you Ooh, the word. She said, "I love you too, man." And I knew that I was not <laughs> on the right path. I knew that I had messed <laughs> like, up. Like a friend. Yeah, yeah. She, that's pretty much what the man meant is uh-huh. like a friend, or you know, as somebody who can casual you, you wash right. wash my car for me on the weekend. Or I don't, I don't know, but. Uh, she dumped me like the next day, you know. So <laughs> ouch. So yeah, but but man, I remember those 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 high school relationships, they were they were it and when she dumped me, I was traumatized for like months. All right, probably like a day, but you know, a lot felt of pe- like months. A lot of people like adults, we look back and we 
you know, we have some perspective and maybe some wisdom if we're lucky. Um, and we look at these relationships that start in middle school, high school, and we think, oh, that's just like puppy love. Yeah. It's just little. But actually, the intensity of emotion is just as intense as any time in their life. They'll yeah. feel that. And so it has to be least respected. It might be not long-term. It might not even be mature. There might yeah. be, you know, liking or loving each other for the wrong reason. But it's just as intense. Wow. And then so when it breaks, then it there's... sucks. Yeah, ouch. <laughs> Big time pain, you know. So do you think with, with all the trauma... I'm sorry, we got a, we got a plane. That's, that's part of the problem of doing a podcast outside is you get airplane i think last week we had a bird for the entire two hours <laughs> just squawking in the background um do you think that with with the trauma and stuff like that that, that the kids go through um nowadays do you think that's that's why it's important to use that shock value to to teach you know to really get their attention to wake them up um if if you make a small noise in a in a in a loud room, you're not going to have effect. Yeah. At the same time, there's something that comes before that, mm-hmm. and it just it comes from connection. Yeah, you know, it, our all our teaching should be connection based. Mm-hmm. You know, to cultivate a connection between people, then first love, then manage. You know, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Philosophy, and that's the true mm. true with kids as well. Yeah, connect connection parenting. Not just, well, I've got some rules for you to follow and some assignments <laughs> for you to do. Sometimes everybody's overworked. You get them in and out. It's the machinery of, of public education. Write your congressman. Please don't have 30 kids in one room. It gets to be above 16, and it's crowd management. Yeah. You know, I'm a shepherd more than a teacher. Right. Um, but, yeah, it should all be connection-based. And then there's then they they want to reciprocate with you in a positive way and then they'll start thinking about their own interest rather than just reacting out of anger out of frustration because i have i have kids that are just given up sometimes you know i was one of those kids i was i was one of those kids who just somewhere around junior year i said you know what i don't need this and Tell you what, it's 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 really difficult to prepare a kid who is going off to high school um, to do his best and to do well. When I, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm the only thing I have to fall back to is is telling him like this is where I messed up. Like, don't do this. You know, <laughs> you're you're providing your son with negative examples. That, yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I, I can mean, do the I'm, same I'm, too. I'm, I'm trying to trying to teach him to do better because you know. Don't 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 screw up like I did. You know, get in there and, and do your best. And, and yeah, it's it's shock because in high school, what I remember of it through the druggy haze, um, <laughs> I, I I I was I don't know if I would have dropped out. I don't think my family would have tolerated that. Yeah. they would have drove me. Uh, they would have sat with me in the class. Right. My mother was a former teacher. Oh so yeah. It was, so it was important for for yeah, and her to see her mother finish. was an English teacher. Oh man. And he was like, oh, <laughs> you can't escape it. So uh, anyway, our our family blew up, and I ended up in Texas, and I'm sitting there, um, with my my rock T-shirt, you know, with a big pot leaf on it, and um. I looked around and there was everybody who was dressed really nicely and sitting up and taking <laughs> notes, looking like future presidents of America. 
And um, I think you and I would have been friends in high school, just so <laughs> yeah, just right. so you know. <laughs> yeah, but in that class, and I realize I'm in an accelerated English class. I'm in AP English. Right. He's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know. And um, the teacher came out as a brilliant lady, and she just offered choices for the, should we go s- straight into literature or should we spend more time with grammar? And I was like, she's asking the class yeah. what to teach. <laughs> and I was I was shocked, and then I thought maybe there's something for for this, you know. And I had another um, creative writing teacher who greatly inspired me, and um, she always kept a bottle of whiskey in her, her bottom file drawer. Nice, you know. So she was inspired in different ways, I guess, <laughs> as well. And she goes, "Hey, Rob, you got to enter a poetry contest." I said, "Do I got to?" She, she says, "No." I said, "Okay, I'm out of here." So I started walking out, and she goes, "But if you do, if you don't, I'll fail you for the entire year." I was nice. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Right? Okay. So you have a soft way about you, man. Yeah. And so she, so I just toured. I, I, she forced me into it, and 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 I got some recognition from that. I got yeah. some encouragement from entering this this contest. So you never know where. That sounds similar to my junior year experience. Um, I think. Gosh, I want to say the teacher was uh, Miss Eng. Not I want to say England or something like that. Uh, I'd have to look back to to be sure, but um, I slept a lot in in high school. Uh, and when I wasn't sleeping, I was writing, and I was writing songs or poetry and stuff like that. And she took note of that. And one day, towards the end of the semester, she said, "Hey, you're failing." And I said, "Yeah, I figured." And she said, well, I'll, if you give me those books that I see you writing in all the time, I'll give you a grade on those books. Nice. And, and she took those poetry books home and, uh, as vulgar as some of the writing in it was, I'm sure, um, she read it and critiqued it and I ended up passing with a C wow. for, the, for the year. So it's <laughs> like, all right, well, thank you. Yeah, well, that, I just feel bad. I don't remember her name now. Well, that's real <laughs> teaching, you know, that yeah. you have to find out what. She what? was playing to my strengths. Right, know? right. Different ways to express mastery yeah. or even interest. Um, so much it's cookie cutter. You know, yeah. unless you're going to UF and being an engineer, you have no place in modern high school. Right. Everybody's, uh, you know, everybody's very much on the STEM path, mm-hmm. science, technology, engineering, and math path. Yeah. And it's useful. And some people yeah. have that proclivity, but what about those of us who don't have that right. proclivity? The right. musicians, the sports, the kinesthetic people, you know, the poet souls. Yeah. And, you know, they, they also need to find a way. I remember um, one one kid in Fort uh, Fort White, I, I was just ranting and throwing, ar- throwing out all kinds of things to see what my kids, you know, like a verbal diagnostic. Right, what What they would bite on. What they would bite on, exactly. And the guy was just like sitting on the front row, slumped over, not no eye contact. He was just like mumbling the right answer and the correct response to every single thing I was asking. I was like, who is this guy? (laughs) And it turns out he was um, from a, a difficult family, very, very bright, very intelligent, but he was... It would have been unfair for him to say, no, pull up your roots, paint yourself a different color, and go off to UF. Yeah. But because he liked to work on cars and his uncle had a garage, 
garage. What do garage. they say in America? Garage. 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 They say they say garage <laughs> over, in, over in Ireland. They say garage. <laughs> so, pardon me. And uh, you know, so the whole culture would have supported him that you know, yeah. you know, get your Toyota certification or whatever, and and do something you like to do. Right. Support him in that way rather than stuff him into you have to be get an engineering degree. Yeah. Do you know what he ended up going and doing? Nope. No. No. <laughs> We're not allowed to. Really? No, not really. It's just even even if it's um, if you don't have the students, you can't even see their data. Yeah. Like I had them last year. <laughs> it's like, well, you're not allowed to see their data. So a little bit like that. But again, it's like so many. You can talk with your colleague about that. Yeah. With a vestige interest, but um, too big. Yeah. The, the schools are too big. So where do you uh, where do you see all of this going, like throughout the next couple weeks? I mean, obviously with 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 the news picking it up, stuff like that. You know, um, I mean. Well, I, I've got another interview with a, a local station tomorrow yeah. morning, and at my house. Yeah. And she's already been to my house at, at late at night, so <laughs> I said, "You know where I live. <laughs> Just come on." <laughs> Don't bring your friends. <laughs> no, um, and then, but people, uh, you know, people are. Media is, you know, ongoing. Yeah, people have, you know, the the public itself. You, you can't judge the public itself because there's so many different personalities. But we move on. Yeah, we move on to the next flavor, the next big thing coming down from Washington or Hollywood or yeah, you know, from the sciences or the music arts, the next thing. This will be all history in a week. Yeah. One may hope. <laughs> One may hope, <laughs> for sure. If you, if it does, it just, I'm, I'm worst case scenario kind of thing. If it does turn into a, a, a larger story, um, do you think you'd maybe go back to Ireland or some something like that and just say, you know what, the hell with it, I'm out of here? No, I, I, I'd, I think I'd be much more aggressive. Yeah. You know, I, w- I would fight back, not just for me, but for the how how i was dealt with right you know just putting this and the irony of this guy wants to help kids yeah and you're taking him away from kids yeah. how does that make sense how does that make now sense? now i understand the question should be asked sure absolutely and make sure that you know he's not some racist lunatic or something like that but you know the machinery uh, you know, we you sh- shouldn't be judged at the court of pu- public opinion yeah. or trial by media. That's exactly how it goes nowadays, though. Everything is everything's judged in the court of public opinion. You know, you're guilty on Snapchat or TikTok or Facebook long before you ever get, you know, to say your own piece or anything like that. Yeah, I, I resigned from Facebook. That was the new thing, de-Facebooking a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I heard um, like 80% of, of employees... So. I, I was coming from, I was living in our India at a yoga farm, right. then over in, India, uh, in uh, Ireland for a couple of years. It was hard to, hard to get a teaching job over there because the, it was such a different system, yeah. a, a British system. So um, I, I come back and um, I, I, I found myself wanting to integrate back in, into American school system, but right. I, it, it was really... I, I initially started out, oh, I'll, I'll teach Chinese kids at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 
and and they need that and, yeah. and it was great fun and the kids are so amazing yeah. the students <laughs> sit there perfectly attentive <laughs> so, you know we better watch out it's got a little, little different than what we got going on here yeah i would i would be working in taiwan and why are there lights on at nine o'clock because <laughs> they're still working ah uh-huh. you know japanese they have japan they have school on saturday yeah the 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 tokyo um, mayor had to send people around and close down uh internet cafes and throw the kids out because they'd be in there studying at 10 o'clock at night really not playing games studying so they would go wow. to go to school then they would go home maybe get something to eat they would go the to the computer you know the tutoring session that's wild you yeah. know one of the the company i work for we uh have a parent company that's based out of japan and uh I've I've heard that, um, they that they look at us and they're and they're kind of like, why are you only working eight hour days? Like, <laughs> what do you what do you mean you need two days off on the weekend? Right. What are you talking every, about every week? Oh, vacation? Are you serious? Like it's just totally different. Yeah, I was talking with some of my friends in India, and I was like, wow, you guys are so hitting the academics much more than we are in America. Why yeah. is that? He said, well, you, you here in little tiny Gainesville, you'll, you'll go to work and you'll try to get a job and you're competing with three or four other people. Right. We're competing against three or 4,000 other people. Yeah. You know, what do you think we need to do? I mean, I know the Common Core was just, was just canceled by Tallahassee there. What, what's, what's the direction? Well, we had a Florida version before that anyway. I right. Mean, Common Core's just guidelines. Somebody has to tweak it. I'm yeah. not sure if it's a, a game changer, really. <laughs> just like slight differences. Yeah. Um, How do we get on that track, though, to be to be competitive? Well, we have to pay our teachers. Yeah. And yeah. it's not just, oh, I'm a teacher. I want more money. Yeah. As this, you won't attract top talent. Yes. You know, they're going to get into real estate. Or they're getting into to other industries. And they're, yeah. they're saying, I really can't survive yeah, I've got a family. I need to. I need to actually put my family together. I know. I know a lot of people that are teachers. I've I've had. We had a, a teacher on who attended the rally up in Tallahassee mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. He's also a comedian. You know, um, and uh, that helps him through his teaching day. Probably, he, 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 it does. He said he gets he gets all the practice he needs. <laughs> you know, he's. I think he teaches. Uh, he teaches elementary school. I'm not sure the grade, but. Um, younger kids and, and and he says you know it's great i just get to stand up there and work on my act all day right. basically but uh but i've 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 heard so much from all my friends all friends and family who are teachers that that you know it's hard i mean the, the amount of money that you guys have to put in on your own and, and you know it's it's underfunded and you know, how, what the hell are we doing i think <laughs> i think it's a symptom of our country yeah, you know, I, I uh, my, one of my neighbors had a, a bumper sticker. One day, the Air Force will have to hold a bake sale to per, to buy an F sixteen, <laughs> and the teachers can have all the money they want for books and schools, right? You know, like one of their one of the F sixteens, you could open like a hundred oh schools, yeah. Right. So where's the priority? Because yeah. you know, one of the leading causes of terrorism yeah. is education. Yeah. Lack of education and poverty. Yeah, those two people get swept up. Let's you know, work on those. Yeah, you know, and then let's let's educate the world. Right, starting in our own backyard. Well, lower the second thing would be lower class sizes. Yeah, you know, every teacher says that. What's a what's a what's a good number? I like sixteen. Yeah, but the more you have, 
you know, kids with exceptionalities that need special needs, yeah. you know, you need to be careful about that. You know, we, we want mix, we want them yeah. integrated. Um, at the same time, we don't want one teacher with so many kids he can't give enough attention yeah, to that's tough time. that's tough and the balance must be there yeah what are they what are they what are the class sizes looking like nowadays for like, for you yeah 28 yeah Jeez. That sort of thing. that's know. up there yeah and um i got two kids and and you know finding time to devote to both evenly is just to, to yeah. 28 what the hell yeah and some of my kids uh, have half their class half the classes have exceptionalities well 504s and ieps amazing wonderful kids yeah. but they need special um support sure <laughs> and you can't do it with so much now with 28 and you have i'm assuming six or seven classes a day or yeah six classes a day Jeez, you know that's crazy yep <laughs> well i think we'll feel it in a couple of years i think um i mean this is just an off off the cuff comment but you know americans are very um they're very creative. They're yeah. very innovative. But I think we've rested on our laurels a lot. I yeah. think China and India and other countries are going to go so far and fast past us in the global marketplace for competition that I think we'll be Where do we rank shocked. educationally now versus a lot of the other major countries in the world? Do you I know? don't know. There's something like 30th in math and worse in English something. 30th? I, Jesus, I don't think I can name 30 other countries. There's, there's, that's because uh, Americans don't learn about uh, geography. <laughs> you know, so I, I was talking yeah. with, uh, I was in Ireland <laughs> talking with a Ukrainian friend. I know all the states and all the capitals. Of, uh, what was, uh, what Wyoming, um, Cheyenne? What did, did you study anything? <laughs> okay, how about what's the capital of Norway? Uh, Norway's a thing. Is that a town? <laughs> <laughs> but actually, Norway has the top. Um, educational system in the world yeah of course there's different parameters but for the first several years of life all they do is they say okay what does this child need yeah are they happy are they well adjusted do they have good family life do they have good nutrition do they have a nice mental mental health uh, physical health and they having enough exercise wow they tailor the education around by the time needs. that well once once they're all taken care of and he's got he's got nutrition he's got exercise he's got a good family right. backing him up and he's his mental uh, situations are taken care of then we do hardcore academics yeah nowadays they're doing hardcore academics back in elementary oh school oh my god hitting them earlier and earlier i i did not do well in high school like i already said um my wife was was very good in math and stuff like that uh um so she gets to help my son with his <laughs> algebra homework, his algebra honors homework, I believe it is. Um, she's taking algebra two in college right now, so I'm, it, it's crazy. Because she, you know, she'll she'll go and she'll try to help. Some of the stuff he's doing is more advanced than some of the stuff that she's doing in college. And my daughter, she's fourth grade, but she's already bringing home algebra homework it's like what in the <laughs> and it's what is going on yeah and and they don't even actually even understand abstract thought until about sixth grade yeah you know, let's discuss what a variable is and i can't it's help nothing. them a bit i there's nothing i can do for them you know and a lot of, at the same time a lot of a lot of kids need real practical knowledge yeah i agree like 
how to treat other people, nonviolent yes. conflict resolution, yeah. empathic listening, how to have a long-term relationship. Yeah. What, does that sound like a good idea, America? Yeah. Yeah, these are really important skills that are um, subordinated to the hardcore academic. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that lost, I think, just because everybody's, you know, got devices in their face that that's how we communicate. So like we were saying earlier, you lose a lot of that, you know, the translation. It's it's there's so much lost in translation. Yeah. Like um, when when the the SLR cabinet uh, cameras came out before that, it was a very time consuming operation to take take pictures and then develop them and a lot of times people developed them on their own but then the slrs came in and you just like click 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 Mm -hmm. click you had to go walgreens and get it get them all but now it's you can take 500 photographs a day it's free it's instantaneous so how much thought do we put in to the framing to the meaning to the context to the lighting to the nuances very little and so same thing with light writing back in the 1700s if i would write my friend in california first of all it took about four or five weeks for him to get it right and i would get out my piece of parchment that cost like six bucks and (laughs) i would write in my perfect calligraphy and i would write it and of course it wasn't on a word processor so if i made a mistake (laughs) started ink spot that was a no-no you know and uh so i would send it to him you know by horseback yeah. they would carry it across the country and it was very expensive but i, I would probably uh, a tendency to be have more meaningful communication more right. deep communication rather yeah. than just snapshot yeah yeah actually we're talking about talking about writing my son came to me the other day and he asked me to sign something and i whip out my signature there and and he asked me so how, how do you make a signature and we realize, you know, a lot of kids don't, they don't have the, the cursive. No, nobody uh, reads cursive. Yeah. So it's like, that's where my signature came from was writing in cursive and that sort of thing. And we've gotten away from that. We've gotten away from so much of the stuff that we used to, and I'm sure that you see that, you know, with the stuff that you're teaching versus the stuff that you learned back in the day. And, and they're finding now that this, this kinesthetic movement of cursive is actually good for the brain. It's good for the yeah, neocortex. Really? And, um, so they can't read cursive, and they can't tie shoes. Yeah, many of them because they just do vel- velcro or slip-ons. Right, and they can't tell time unless it's a digital. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, what time is it, Mr. Cecil? Oh, <laughs> look up there. <laughs> it's like, do you see the clock? I didn't know there was a clock there. Yeah, that's where those weird numbers are <laughs> on that square thing. <laughs> you know, but that—that's real life skill. Actually, yeah. you'll find maybe third world airports real analog clock you better know how to read time <laughs> i'll late for my plane why couldn't tell time yeah oh boy well <laughs> you're 38 it. what are you going to do about that <laughs> go back to school you know so you know we we need to we need to we need to clean that up <laughs> get, yeah. get people back doing whatever the hell we used to do i mean in some way shape or form what i would like to see is votech so at at a young yeah. age a lot of times you're fifth grade sixth grade you know what kind of person is. Is right. it an intellectual? Is it an engineer? Is it a, a creative sort? Is it a sure. person who's always thinking pound shillings, pence, you know, work a deal? Yeah. Business person, right? And fan that flame yeah. from an early age. And by the time they're, they're in, in, in high school, 
they've already had so much train entrepreneur training, artistic training, musical training, engineering training. I think people are understanding that we need to bring those sort of things back more and more recently though. There's there's been a lot of stuff in the news about uh losing a lot of those manufacturing jobs and stuff like that, you know, because people are retiring and there's nobody there to replace them. Right. You know, what the hell do you do? I mean, you need somebody. Yeah, when I was in middle school, um, back in the day, previous century, um, you know, stone tablet days. <laughs> yeah, we had we had metal shop, we had wood shop. Another high, nearby high school had had automotive. Wood shop was my favorite. We also had it was great. Yes. I love metal shop as well. And then we had uh, home ec, yep. including the boys, because yep. actually boys eat often. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah ever yeah. have to make a meal? Yeah. Right. Are you going to be? <laughs> like, yep. No. Luckily, only, I had home ec. Yeah, right? Eighth grade. Yeah. I made a pillow and a cake. Right. It was, it was excellent. <laughs> and still remember it. <laughs> and then even drafting. Yeah. And I still learned some of the concepts from drafting because my father was a contractor and he right. would do drafting and understand how things were built. Yeah. So at that time, some people were a little flourishing in those courses and they weren't really flourishing in, in biology. Fan that flame. Yeah. You know, take their... their um, no proclivities and and they can run with it yeah that makes sense to me that's what I, I think that's what we should be doing so um well do you want do you have anything you want to you want to throw out I, th- I think we're uh we're about an hour in so uh unless you unless you have anything specific thanks for letting me talk it was really yeah. great to meet you you're very easy to talk to i try i try <laughs> and, really uh, you know. i just met nick a little like yeah. Five minutes before we started this, <laughs> and he's like an old friend of mine. <laughs> that's that's always been the beauty of the porch is that we just we just get together, we just hang out, and, you know, BS and good conversations, good friends. And once you come to uh, Porchville, you're you're always welcome back. Of course, you know, I mean, we'll be following what's going on, and 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 you know, I hope that I hope that cooler heads prevail, and. Everybody understands that, you know, this isn't, uh, there wasn't anything malicious about it. It was just, you know, you're, you're literally trying to teach, you know. I want to stop the hate. I want to yeah. stop those those bad words. They're yeah. vehicles of, of hate. Yeah. Well, Rob, thank you very much. Thanks, Nick. And uh, I got I to gotta get over here and click this little clip because I'm slacking. Um Another episode of the Porchville Podcast. Get over to uh, porchvillepod.com. Thank you again, Rob, so much for coming. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Take care.